We put the we in wiener. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. This is Eugene. We are the 4th of February. You're probably watching the Super Bowl right now, but why the fuck not, are you not watching us? Because we're way more important than Tom Brady. Who gives a shit if he's a goat? I don't even know what that means. But, uh, Lu- Lucas, how are you tonight? Do you even care about Super Bowls? Lucas is unprepared to be the first person on deck. Uh, Lucas does not really care about the Super Bowl. Um, I don't even care about the Super Bowl when teams that I know about are playing, and I have no real opinion on this one. So, yay, it's football. It's football. <laughs> I, I think out of all the sports, I like watching baseball. Um, I... And, and out of all dead. of it, oh hey, Lucas just pulled a, sopra- <laughs> Lucas pulled a Sopranos on us, and oh yeah, yeah, guys, the NFL, the NFL came oh, and they shut me down. I love football. <laughs> the Super Bowl is the best thing ever, and you should buy tons of brand-sponsored M and M's and Budweiser. Cause that football, man, it doesn't it taste catch the fever. Football. You gotta buy John Madden every year, guys. <laughs> How the hell are you doing tonight, Mike? Uh, I am doing good. Um, I am doing so good that you don't know the way. Oh God! I'm moving on right past that one to Steve. Um, do you care I... about the football, Steve? Oh God, no! I hate the Super Bowl. It's awful. No, Steve, you love the Super Bowl. <laughs> nope, I'm, I'm, I'm going out next. The NFL so go out is, is the most respectable organization in the universe and deserves not only our love and praise, but also our respect. If you want to sponsor <laughs> us, though, we'll take it. Steve is more of an XFL kind of guy. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of care about the Super Bowl only because I'm rooting against Tom Brady, so there's that. Um, I actually have it on my third monitor I'm watching right now. It's a uh, second and nine. They just completed a first down, so the only the only sucks. thing interesting that's happened did, for me in that game. They just Pikachu. They showed <laughs> they showed a teaser trailer for the new Star Wars movie. So I saw oh, that yeah, on that was Twitter. Neat. Can I just Solo point thing? out yeah. that Eugene just found a way to humble brag the fact that he has three monitors going right now into this conversation. <laughs> Well, I mean, come on. I, I talk about my damn VR, so I guess you know it's, it is what it is. Oh, well, I'm I'm glad that, I'm glad Eugene is therefore rooting for my home team. So I mean, I'm glad Eugene. Yeah, hell yeah, let's go. Bit. Let's go, Philly. I'm in. <laughs> All right, guys, so we are going to move on into the news, and I am first up on the news docket, so let's talk about some Labo. Um, actually, some kind of interesting news came out um, this week. There was an event held in um, New York City, I believe is what it was, um, and a lot of press got to go out and try out the new Labo and a whole bunch of cool stuff, but what was really cool about it, at least for me, was that the um, I, that there was like a kind of this thing called Labo Garage, which is basically going to let you um, make your own um, Labo design so like you can cut out your own cardboard and you know make your own Labo stuff that way and like basically it's kind of like programming for Labo it seems so that it looked really cool I, I don't know that I'll get into it that much because I'm not the creative type but I'm super excited to download 
people like Minus's fucking designs and their schematics on Labo, you know, and then playing with the toys that they figure out, you know, because I, I have the feeling this is going to be a really cool community type thing. That'd so, be cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I like the idea that um, what I think I think it's kind of akin to like how Lego does their like their like Lego like technic like weird building with like I don't fucking know. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, like how they have those little like things you can put like batteries into and like computers yeah. and stuff, and they move around and everything. Yeah, look, Steve knows. Yeah, Lego and look, Technics. And, and yeah, so that's what I thought it was, but it's been a while since I've fucked around with those. I don't know if they changed the name <laughs> or not. But uh, <laughs> but I, th I think that's like a kind of a similar thing they're going with with cardboard. But I like the idea that just being able to like build and just make your own little Nintendo dongle. And speaking of dongle, I know for a fact it won't be very long after we can do that until someone makes a fucking like, cardboard Labo. Oh no! I didn't even think of that. <laughs> um, changing the subject, I I will definitely say that, and I can already see him talking in the chat right now about it. I, I feel like this is perfect for somebody like Minus, who is one of our listeners. Yeah. For those of you who don't know who Minus is, he's a great guy. You should really check him out. But um, he does like three D printing like a madman, and yeah, this seems like a good next step. Well, not next step, but a good you know jumping off point from that to like you know start making little labos yeah okay. I, I i love that oh sorry steve go ahead i was just gonna say that article right there has me suddenly interested in labo and i had no desire whatsoever in the beginning to get it so congratulations nintendo and minus you got steve invested in labo <laughs> in nintendo branded cardboard right i'm kidding right <laughs> Well, so what I liked about this, um, also what came out of the event, so kind of more Labo talk, was that um, we learned a lot more about what the Joy-Con can do. Like, uh, I had no idea that that little sensor on the bottom of the Joy-Con, I, I remember that, like, remember there was, like, the rock, paper, scissors thing that they showed off and everything, but you can actually use it as, like, a physical camera because they showed yeah. that you can put it on the top of, on, like, the RC car, and then um, you can have, like, your Switch, right, and then um, be driving the, the RC car around and actually see where the RCR's car is going based on the IR camera. I mean, it doesn't look great. Like you can, it, it's not like the, it looks like almost like a Game Boy camera um, image, but it's awesome. That's really cool. That and so, cool. It, yeah, I, and like you, I you can know. switch from like, you can switch from like a camera to like a like heat sensor and everything to like show like, yeah, to, yeah. Like, to have it like follow like a heat signature. That's really fucking cool. Like <laughs> I know IR can do all that stuff, but I didn't know they put that, that detailed IR stuff into the, uh, the Joy-Con. I mean, the only thing I've really... Well, the only thing Nintendo ever did with the, with the hour so far is fucking one two switch eating a goddamn sandwich, and now all of a sudden you can fucking drive a cardboard cart around chasing heat signatures. <laughs> is anybody else picturing right. like a Terminator Genesis style cardboard apocalypse where these little cardboard robots start chasing <laughs> us down, detecting us through buildings with our heat signatures, and ending all of life as the cardboard gods reign supreme? And, like, John Connor <laughs> has to come from the future in his fucking cardboard time machine to save us from the cardboard apocalypse, because well, see, Skynet, see, Skynet, Skynet had humble beginnings as LaboNet. <laughs> the thing is, um, Sega actually came out with the Lago, which is just a, a different type of Nintendo <laughs> Labo, and that's where he gets the time machine from, so he can jump into the future and defeat the evil Nintendo products, so. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, man. Yeah, I I'm I'm super excited. Um, like I said, not exactly for like my own creations, but like for the community because like I can just see like 
there, there's in this article, I don't know if you guys clicked on it, but there's like a gif of, um, and it was in the original uh, trailer of this like little man and it like, you know, you push a button and then he just like flops over. But like I can like picture like people strapping Joy-Cons to like little Mario looking figures or Wario looking figures and, you know, doing some cool stuff Making with that. So I, 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 yeah, I think it should be, re- I think it'd be really cool. I really do. So uh, anybody, any final thoughts? We've got about 30 seconds left on the timer before we move on. I think it's cool how like even like the vibration of the Joy-Con, you can like change the vibration sensitivity or sensitivity sensitivity for each Joy-Con, <laughs> make it like move a certain leg more than the other. I think like the detail they're putting into a cardboard game is really fascinating to me. I feel like they had sure. to have had this stuff planned out from the beginning because yeah, like they, they put um, so much emphasis on the HD rumble thing that like yeah. now well, I there's, get it. Yeah, there's talk too because um. There's, like, um, the Beta64 YouTuber who, like, talked about all, like, the Beta Nintendo products and shit and other things, like, he's saying, too, that the, um, like, Cardboard Robot, uh, Labo was, like, kind of the, uh, remains of that Project Giant Robot thing that Miyamoto had at E3 right, a couple years yeah. ago. So that's pretty, uh, they've had been thinking about this for a while now, yeah, it's pretty cool. For sure. Cool, well, that was Labo, so we're gonna move on, and Mike, um, you've got our next news topic, so why don't you talk to us about some dirty, rotten cheaters? Hey, I didn't know I was on talking about myself here. Fuck. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <the>, uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just reading the uh, title you gave this, and I'm just trying to imagine my announcer voice doing The Rise and Fall of a Legend. Billy Mitchell <laughs> was found cheating on his games, not his wife, but his games. Did he even have a wife? I don't know. Billy Mitchell. Um, for people who don't remember who he was or never cared, he was like the one of the first famous um, Donkey Kong arcade players who have like to just start racking up high score after high score and really brought in the uh, Donkey Kong and maybe even the entire like um, video game competition like scene into a bigger light and getting more popularity with it. And um, it's been discussed recently and possibly even proven that Billy Mitchell is a cheating, lying, dirty, no good son of a bitch. And it kind of pains me to say this, but objectively Adam Sand Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, in his own whatever, you know what I mean. But it pains me to say this, but you know, Adam Sandler in that fucking Pixel movie like had it right that Billy Mitchell was a fucking was a was a cheating asshole, but but uh <laughs> so I'm like the only thing right about that movie. <laughs> hey, I like right. that movie. Well, of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> but uh, here's the thing. Here, here's how this came down. Here's how they figured it out. Um, every single Donkey Kong arcade cabinet um, loads a screen and, ref- and has a refresh rate of like a certain certain fashion, and they and every arcade cabinet um, installs every frame a certain way. And what they found out from watching Billy Mitchell's uh, slow motion, or even just a normal video and watching it in slow motion, there the frame rate and the refresh rate of his play videos of getting over a million points and stuff, they don't load the same way that um, an actual arcade cabinet would. So they looked farther into it, and they found out that he was more than likely using different versions of the MAME emulating device to play the arcade cabinets and record them that way. To further follow along with that idea, 
because they, well, they can't prove it. They can just say, well, I think you're cheating, and here's why. But um, other substantial evidence follows under um, multiple recordings of his. Like, um, he says, oh, I was at a convention, or oh, I was at this arcade event, or whatever. And no one's ever seen him get these million point uh, high scores. They've only seen, ever seen him get like seven, eight hundred, nine hundred thousand points, which is still pretty damn good, but not any of the only. Yeah, yeah, only. <laughs> but you know, when your claim to fame is getting so much more than you're only getting so much less, you know, it's That's kind of true. like a small. It's kind of like a small loan of a million dollars. I mean, like you know, kind of one of those deals. Yeah. But, but like, and he claimed to be doing one of his runs at a special like um, convention. But he did it in a separate room where no one saw him do it, so likely he just pulled out an emulator and started doing it. Another big deal about it is Billy Mitchell has gone on record multiple times saying he has no idea how like arcade cabinets like function and work and how the Donkey Kong in particular one functions and works. And the only way to get the kind of quality upload of his gameplay that he's been getting was to directly hook up some kind of capture device to the cabinet like internally. And he has no idea how to do that, so he can't do it. And, like, there's one other person out there that they could find who actually does, like, capture straight from, from an arcade cabinet. And he has said, you know, like, it's not anywhere close to what he's doing. So it's pretty solidified that Billy Mitchell um, is the recent domino to fall in the uh, high-score speedrunning cheating world. Like the, like, the most prominent one before him was the guy who, like, um... Like, the old Atari, like, dragster game, like, there's, a, like, only, like, a certain speed, like, humanly possible you could go in that game, and, like, he got a little bit faster, and I found out recently that he was cheating on that, too, and a bunch of his other, uh, accomplishments. He actually had his Guinness World Record revoked from that. So, th- this shit don't play. Like, you can get records, like, taken away <laughs> from, like, the books and stuff for all this, so don't fuck around with arcade. Don't, don't be cheating, bro. So, I feel yeah. like this is the part where we need to mention that despite all of this stuff, like, it's still not totally confirmed, right? So... Right. Like, we're, we're not... Yeah, but but every 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 website has pulled his high scores, like, um... Yeah, just, just saying, like, right? like, we're not, like, you know, the the channel that's saying, like, hey, he did it, like, right off the bat, like, but apparently no, it's, it's looking pretty say, grim. Yeah, I don't want to come out and say in my own definitive idea that he did it, but from all the evidence and people who actually know on the matter, saying that, yeah, he cheated and stuff, and here's all the proof, I'm going to just assume that he did. And, I mean, just a person of fame, quote-unquote, like him, uh, between, even even that uh, King of Kong movie that they had for him and, like, Steve Weeb going through the whole history of their, like, competitiveness, um, he's a big deal, and now he's been put out as someone who might not be as cool as he says he is, so, yeah. Don't be a dirty cheater. (laughs) (laughs) That, that, That definitely plays. All right, Steve, well, uh, why don't you take us away to our next news topics. On a happier note, We maybe it's a happier note? I don't know. What, let's talk about it. So, Nintendo has finally confirmed that they are working with Illumination Studios, the makers of the Minion movies, um, to make a Mario movie. And not only that, but it's being co-produced. Am I reading that right? Yeah. It's being co-produced by Shigeru Miyamoto, the creator of Mario himself. Um, and Chris, uh, what is that, Melandari, best known for his work on the Despicable Me franchise, which I personally love. Um, 
I'm happy to see this is confirmed. I really like the first couple of Spickable Me movies. The Minions movie wasn't bad. Um, I think if they were going to choose a studio to do this, um, this is probably the best studio they could have done. Um, I don't think they could have got Disney to do it, honestly. Justin might disagree with me on that. But, <laughs> you know, I'm quite happy with it. I just hope they get Charles Martinet to do Mario. That would be the only thing that could make this any better in my book. If he wasn't dead, I would say we need, um, who was it, Lou Albano? The guy who did the voice yeah. from the cartoon. Yeah, he, is, he is forever the voice of Mario for me. I'm sorry, I grew up with the cartoons. Well, like, he he was my Mario. So they've got, they've got enough of his voice to where, as long as they didn't use any newer characters from that era, yeah. they could do it using a computer. It that would, would be glorious. You know, I, I I can only imagine what the licensing on that would look like, though. Like, like, oh, they, or they could just modify his, like, vocal tone and make it sound like you're saying one long thing. Like, yeah. you know, like, back, back then, like, fucking Waluigi and Warrior were in a thing, but he'd be like... Oh no! It is Wario and Waluigi. <laughs> yeah, but we want this to sound better than a YouTube poop. So you know, I, I gotta say, like, like real talking it though, um, I'm not like crazy hyped for this movie. Like, I I've seen people say that oh it'll be fine. I've seen people saying it's gonna be a terrible thing. I feel like it's either gonna be neutral or it's gonna suck. Like. And I'm fine with that. I love bad movies. I love bad Mario movies. But um, I don't know. I just I don't need it. You know, it it's not going to fill any gap for me that I'm missing in my life. It's just it's a Mario movie. Yeah. You know? The, we'll yeah. the thing Hopper is though. Ooh, there we go. Um, the thing is, is even if it's a decent movie, that's still better than most people are expecting it to be. Yeah. I just I guess I don't really see the need. Like like. It's such a not, like, story-driven game that it feels weird, like, having a, a movie which is, like, a story-driven element. Like, like video games can be incredibly story-driven, and I argue that the best ones are. But the ones that aren't, like, rely so much on their gameplay, and that's what Mario does, that, like, the fact that now we're putting him into this really, like, story-heavy medium, I, I don't know, I... Like, I'm, I mean, I, have I, you seen Frozen? Like, there's not much of a plot. Well, there, so. but you're all crapping on it all the time, so obviously it didn't do very well. <laughs> As opposed to maybe a movie like <laughs> Schindler's List, that is a really good movie, that is really story-heavy. You know, like, that's my point. Like, if a movie doesn't have that substance to it, is it going to be a good movie, or is it just going to be kind of like a cash-in cartoon for kids to watch? Like... Kind of like the could, Mario right, cereal. What they could do, what they could do if they get Ubisoft to play along with it, is um, take their cartoony rabbits um, oh, characters no. they have, and like and like well, oh, Mario they, versus rabbits. Yeah, the original like, um, maybe, maybe not make it related to the game, but like make it so like you know like they have that established little community of yeah. Mario and rabbits together. They can make yeah. something out of like, that. Like I'm not saying it's going to be bad, and I'm not even saying like I want it to be bad. I just don't know. It personally, it doesn't do much for me. And I was, I was going to, I was going to make an analogy to the Mario cereal. Because, like, it was cool, it was exciting, it was interesting that it was a thing, but at the end of the day, it was just cereal, and it just tasted like cereal, you know? Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure it'll be fine, but, like, I feel like it's just going to kind of be a movie. You know, it's not going to be, like, an amazing thing that blows people away. And I doubt they're going to make it really bad, like the old one, because I don't think they want to go through that, although I think I would prefer no. that. I think it's just going to be a is movie. Is Bob Hoskins still alive? Let's get him on as Mario. Oh, I would, no, uh, still... I would watch. I'm waiting no, for my sequel. Dead. That movie ended on a cliffhanger, and I want my damn sequel. So... <laughs> <sighs> 
Yeah, I'm kind of with you. Um, I, I, I can see it both ways. Um, I, I know that this movie is going to come out and it's going to do gangbusters, and I'm going to realize that it's not for me because it's going to be for kids, right? Like, I don't... Probably. I, I didn't go and watch the all the Frozen movies like that, Like, but, you know, that movie did gangbusters, so I'm sure there was an audience for it, obviously. So I, I, I have a feeling there's going to be an audience for this, too. Um, and it, it just remains to be seen, like, what the plot is and if it's going to appeal to us, you know? Well, and to be fair, I don't remember the last movie that actually blew me out of the water. I mean, I remember thinking Avengers, the original one, was really cool because you had all these giant-ass actors in this one movie. But mo- most movies now just are really not that great anyway. Yeah. There's no original yeah. writing in any of them. So If, if a movie know. came out after the 90s, I'm pretty much not into it. So... <laughs> Well, um, why don't you take us into something that you might be into, Lucas, um, with our last news topic. Coincidentally, it also involves Mario. Alright, dear listeners, do you enjoy (laughs) your phone? Do you enjoy your phone? Do you enjoy Mario Kart? Do you enjoy playing Mario Kart on your phone? I wouldn't know. Well, you're going to be able to find out sometime this fiscal year because Mario Kart Tour will be available on mobile. And we have no idea what it's going to be because Nintendo won't tell us anything. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Nintendo made an announcement recently that the Switch is up to 14.86 million sales, which is pretty cool. And they're marching right toward that goal of hitting like 20 million by the end of the year. But more to the point... Half, oh, there goes Phantom's question block question. Half of those sales um, have an attachment to Mario Kart. Half of those sales also reflect on Mario Kart because Mario Kart has apparently sold to like half of everybody that owns a Switch. So Mario Kart is doing well, especially considering it's a port of a game that came out on an earlier system. So they, I guess they assume that people like Mario Kart, which I think is fair. I don't think there's a better kart racing game out there. Personally. Well, you and I talked about it the other night. It's comfort food. It's oh, what yeah. you go to when you don't know what you want to play. Well, it's yeah, right. it's definitely comfort food for me. I mean, and there is a competitive <clears throat> atmosphere to it too. It's just it's an all-around good game, and that's why it's been like the king of, you know, the the fun cartoony racers for so mm. long. But yeah, we're getting a Mario Kart app. Um the fact that it has Tor in the title makes me think that it's going to somehow take advantage of the mobile stuff. Like, maybe it's going to have... I'm, I'm not saying it's going to be Pokemon Go. But maybe it'll have, like, a location-based aspect to it where, like, depending on where you play the game determines, like, what courses you race on or something. I don't know. I don't work for Nintendo R&D. But, like, I'm excited. I'll probably end up playing it for a month, dumping some cash into it, and then deleting it off my phone, like I do with every Nintendo <laughs> app that comes out. But I want it to be good, and maybe it'll be really fun. So... Do you think it's going to... So the way that you're making it sound is like it might not actually be a game. Like, do you think it's actually going to be a game? No, like I'm expecting kind of... I'm expecting Mario Kart. I'm just expecting that maybe there will be some, like, mobility-based requirements to it, you know? Like, maybe... If like, maybe you... you can, like, get with, like, a bunch... Like, kind of like Pokemon Go, where, like, you can get with a group of people for raids, but, like, get with the people for, like, a Grand Prix or something like yeah, that? Yeah, possibly. Alternatively, yeah. you know what I would love would be, like, an evolution of what F-Zero, AX, and GX did with, like, their arcade system, where this game somehow ties into Mario Kart 8 and, like, unlocks content from that game onto your Mario Kart 8 DX game. Like, that would be amazing. That would be awesome. If they can figure out a way, because they can tie in your Nintendo account, you know? If they could find a way to say, like, oh, Lucas won at these, like, eight races that are exclusive to this game, 
throw it in Mario Kart 8, like, that would be a seller for me. I would play the crap out of that game. So. See, uh, yeah, that, some people are saying it'd be more like a it might be a companion app instead of like an actual game. But like if it's both, like, a, like an actual game of itself, and like a, it has a, like a companion tie-in to a actual Switch Mario Kart game, then fuck yeah, like that'll be like hella gang busting shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I I'm excited to see what it is, but again, this is kind of another thing like the movie. Like so that's it. We got an announcement of it, but we don't really know I'm much not, else. <laughs> Well, if they're, well, let's think about it too real quick. Um, they're get, all the Mario apps, like in, all the Nintendo apps, are getting on smartphones now. Um, I wonder how far away we are from a Mario Party app. Oh, like if it was actually any good, like break my heart because I would want to play that all day every day. Oh yeah, but like if it was good and like had like well half have online if it's a fucking <laughs> smartphone game. But like if I could just tag in with you, maybe, maybe it's like maybe it's akin to like Word to Friends. You do one turn and you wait for someone else to go and you wait and then you I don't know. But, like, that'd be really fucking cool to do, and I'd play Donkey Kong in spite you, because you hate Donkey Kong. I feel like the and golden... I hate, him, and I hate him, too, but... And if, if you want to find out why we hate Donkey Kong, check out our YouTube and watch us play Nintendo. Mario play Party 3! Um, but, more to the point, I feel like you can't get too excited for Nintendo products, because, like, that's the golden rule. You get really hyped, you get really excited, and you imagine all these wonderful things, and then it's, like, half of that, and it's still a really good product. But you've imagined yourself into this, like, impossible dream, and it turns out to be, you know, nothing like what you want. So I'm, I'm trying to taper yeah. that, but I feel like I already killed myself with the F-Zero idea. So now, it, if it's not perfect, I don't know what I'm going to do. I have no <laughs> expectations whatsoever. There's, I don't think there's been a single Nintendo app that I've truly gotten into. So, I don't know. You missed out on all that stuff, man. Mitomo was fucking great. Mario runs. I know, but I didn't have really anyone to play Mitomo with at the time. And I know Mario runs good. I just could never. I don't know. I if I I'd, I'd rather play a, a a full scale Mario game. As long as we're um. See, actually, I think that the new Super Mario Bros. formula works really well with that because it's kind of a tired formula anyway. So it's nice to just have it on mobile. But um. I, I wish I had gotten more into Pocket Camp since we're talking about our like you know Nintendo app regrets. I feel like that would be a game I'd really enjoy, but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, real quick, here's how I feel about Pocket Camp. I loved playing it for a while, and, like, they've updated so much stuff about it, and I haven't played it in, like, two months. I don't care anymore. Like, like the uh, the smartphone mechanic about it and, like, the fact that it's not really Animal Crossing, it's just, like, oh, hey, make friends and buy shit. And, like, and, like that video you posted in our group chat earlier, the fucking them buying shit. Oh, do you have this thing in your house? No? Well, then fuck you. Yeah, like that. Like it, it's not a long term. It doesn't hold uh, water. Which is ironic long. for a game like Animal Crossing, which is supposed to last lifetimes. You know, right? Exactly. Yeah, that that's it, Mike. Your sentiments are exactly how I felt about Pocket Camp. Like I gave up on it before it even came out in the U.S. You know, like I, it just didn't. Did, yeah. didn't they they put all. a lot of stuff in. You, you can like make you can make like matching outfits now from your fr from your animals. You can nice. like so, like you can like plant a garden, but it's just not. I just want yeah. Animal Crossing on the Switch so bad. Just I know. <laughs> just let it be a thing. I just hope all they right, wait till after I gonna, graduate. Um, oh, good. <laughs> I was going to say, we're going to end it here, guys. We're going to move on to Nintendoons, but before we do so, we're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back. Let me, let, me hop, let, me, let me hop in a minute before we get going. I wanted to 
say something for a minute real quick before since we have listeners and stuff now uh let's take a minute to um you know shout out and say you know i'm thinking about my buddy andrew who's like my closest friend like my entire life who's going through a uh brain tumor surgery coming up in a couple days and like dude's freaking out like shit and it's kind of worrying me but like i'm trying to stay cool and stuff but you know it's a terrifying thing to be worrying about and you know being like one of my closest gaming buddies and like merging our friendship over like smash brothers and becoming my brother and like my eventual groomsman one of my in my wedding well my one wedding not one of my weddings (laughs) but uh never know this might be your first (laughs) but uh i'll just remarry over and over again to the same person make it easy no but um but i know you're not watching right now because you're watching super bowl but i will let you know when the uh youtube video goes up so you can watch this but i do want to let you know i am uh always hoping and pulling in your corner and thinking about you and you have the entire infendo crew and cast and community thinking about you and hoping this goes out well and we will uh hopefully have you on a show one day as a special guest if i come back and dick around with you on a show one night yeah he doesn't shut about you so we all are hoping for the best yeah seriously good luck been hearing about it for a while now so we we know more about you than you think i was away i I was away for a couple days this week just because dealing with it i told lucas and it was it was rough thinking hearing about this but hopefully um his surgery's on thursday and he will hopefully he'll be able to hear this show produced before it comes up but and hopefully he'll be around to listen to the next live one but uh yeah that's i don't know (laughs) so you'll be giving an update on next week's show then yeah, we'll be all we'll be pulling for all, and, for you for the entire week. And not to yeah. cut into Mike's moment with something much less oh, important, but um, Justin would like us all to know that he was drunk at Epcot, or at least he was oh, about four hours ago. <laughs> so that's your Justin status update for the week because he's at Disney World. Uh, <laughs> oh God damn it, Justin! <laughs> Alright, we're back. Um, the Patriots are also on the comeback, so that's shitty. But um, <laughs> we're gonna go on to this Nintendoons section, and I'm hosting tonight, and I'm really excited about it because I actually have a really cool theme tonight. Um, in addition to the Patreon-suggested um, games, my theme this week is, well... Games that I can see right over there in my video cabinet. So I have oh, all God, I'm Wii. Fucked. I have Eugene. all Wii and GameCube games. Can tonight. you turn the camera a little bit? Oh to God, I have a chance. Eugene, you're, yeah, you're off center yep, right yep, now. Yep, so I'm yep, gonna need yep, you to yep, just. Yep, yep. There, there it is. is. <laughs> yeah, but guess what? All the games that I'm using are actually on my lap right now. Oh, so that's not sure. Uh, you colossal <laughs> jerk. <laughs> Eugene, I've never wanted to see your penis more than right now. Oh my god. Okay. (laughs) And without further ado, Eugene, please play the song! (laughs) Well, I guess I better explain what the fuck Nintendoons is. Um, No, just play the This is your first show. If if this is your first show, what this is, um, I've got games. I've got, I think, uh, 13 games. I'll probably only play about 10 or 11 games. But regardless, I've got about five uh, five songs from each game. And these fine gentlemen are going to try and guess them. We've also got some Patreon-suggested games in here as well. So if you um, subscribe to our Patreon at the $2 level... Oh, I'm sorry, no, the... um, I believe it's the... 
No, it is a $2 level. It's a $2. Jeez, God, I gotta get this shit straight. Someday. um, At the $2 level, you can become our Patreon and give us songs for Nintendo. So, if you're interested, go to Infendo... I'm sorry, patreon.com slash Infendo Radio. So, before I fuck anything else up, let's move on into Nintendo's. This first track is going to be a um, Patreon-suggested track. This one comes from Jay-Z Beast. Um, so good luck, because this one is kind of tough. But I like the music from it, so maybe you guys will get it. Here we go. How's the volume, by the way? Sounds good. Ooh. This is actually familiar, believe it or not. This is Doki Doki It is no. not. This doesn't even sound like a Nintendo, like, kind of music. Well, like, that is because your first hint is this appeared on the Wii Virtual Console. Okay. So, let's see. We had the Genesis, TurboGrafx, like, every other Nintendo. I'll give you your next hint after you get your next bit of music. So here's the next track. I like it. Alright, so your first, or I guess second hint is that this game appeared on the TurboGrafx 16. Oh shit. Oh god, I downloaded this, this game. Comic Zone. It is not Comic Zone. Bonk. Bonk 2. Bonk 3. I downloaded this game. It was on the Wii, and I was like, oh, TurboGrafx games. I want to try those out. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, that's the only Turbo Graphics game I know. I'm gonna just bow <laughs> out right now. Uh, so I've right. never played this game before, but it looks like a um, Zelda. It's an RPG. It's an sorts. RPG. I know. Cause I played it for like a half an hour, and I'm like, okay, whatever. All right, I'll give you your next track and your next hint. So your next hint is that this game was developed by Hudson. Ah. And you may be asking yourself, how do you know not know what game it is if you played it for half an hour? I played like everything on the Wii for like half an hour and I stopped playing it. <laughs> like the Wii Virtual Console is like a treasure trove of shit. <laughs> You're so, not like, wrong. I, yeah. So I played games and I'm like, okay, I played it, I know what it's like. This game's got some really good music, I gotta say that. It does. Rumblebee. I like this. Uh, uh, darkness. Fucking... It's not Bomberman. Darkness. I would know that right away. It's not Bomberman. Um, 93, I'm running out of hints here, too. So here's your next oh. track. Enter space. Oh, this is like a... This is familiar. So I guess your next hint is that this is um, a sequel. Oh, another game. Utopia. It is Utopia. Yo, my yeah, fucking dude. But it's Utopia 2. <laughs> Very nice. Oh, well Utopia done. 2, point for me. Fucking I was waiting for Steve to be like, Utopia 2! Nope, I had no idea what that was. I don't think either of us did. Yeah. Never played it, never heard of it. It looks cool, and the music is awesome, so I might have I to... I recommend picking it up, actually. Yeah. Okay. So this next track comes from lovely old me, so get ready, here we go. Great.
Sounds like Endless Ocean. It is not Endless Ocean. Is it Endless Ocean 2? <laughs> it is not Endless Ocean 2. Oh. This isn't like Other M, is it? No. It's not, no. It's like some old school shit. Like, not old school, but slow ass, like, sad music. Those are very different things. <laughs> Quick, what are some sad games that came on a GameCube in the Wii? Is this. Fragile Dreams? It is not. What the hell is that? It's a really sad game on. that came out on the Wii. <laughs> Let, let's move on to another track. Ask me, shall receive, I guess. Sin and Punishment? It's not Sin and Punishment. Knights? Beautiful Joe? <laughs> no. I like that Eugene didn't even acknowledge your Sega guess, uh, Steve. No, I know. <laughs> the funny thing is, they only hate Sonic, not Sega. <laughs> That's true, sure actually. He hates the whole damn dirty group. This music <laughs> is so basic. Is it like Wii Music? It is not Wii Music. Let's move on to another track. You're right. This one's not probably not the best one. Alright, so your first hint is, is that the this game is on... It is not Echo the Dolphin. Your first hint is that this game appeared on the GameCube. Oh, okay, yeah, it's not. That's a Wii title. This isn't going to be like Link's crossbow training, is it? That was on the Wii. Uh, your next hint is that this game was developed by Ubisoft. Oh, God, is, this, is it a Rayman game? It is not Rayman. Here is your next track. Oh, is it... Was, no, Perfect Dark was in the 64 games. Yes. Is that, that the one with rare. the camera and the pig and everything? It's not Eternal Darkness, is it? It's not Eternal Darkness. What was that fucking Ubisoft game from last week? Like, Dokupan Kingdom Monster Hunter or whatever it was? <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. It, is it that Game Boy Advance game? <laughs> he is not. Uh, he was... was close, wasn't he? That paid camera thing. He gave him a look. What? Is it like... Is it like Geist or something? It's not Geist. Ooh, I forgot Here's about your that. next track. I've only got one more after this. Can this song. be the like Infendo theme song? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever had this game. Oh, this is <laughs> yeah, this is the official Infendo theme song. It's canon now. <laughs> How we open up every show now. Like if we were in anime, this would be our opening. Right, I've got like, one hey, more track for you. I'm gonna what read you of, the back of the of box. Uh, a government conspiracy wrecks havoc upon the planet blank. As the rebellious action reporter blank, you must um, penetrate. Is this your, channel five? 
No, you must penetrate your leader's web of lies and expose their horrific secrets. Is it horrific lies web of secrets? <laughs> I got nothing. It's planet blank. All right, uh, you guys give up? I give Utopia. up. I, I almost wanted to give it to you, Lucas, but you just didn't come up with a name. You had it. It is the pig camera. Oh, dog. it is the pig camera game. Beyond, Beyond Good, and, Good Evil. and Evil. So that's uh... not... Okay, so what was the other game I was talking about? Because I've never played either of them, and I mixed those up. What's the um, one? What other Perfect one? Dark. That's the one. Oh, yeah. Perfect Dark. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because the female protagonist. I can see I, I don't know. I just, like, I, I was too young during that phase to, like, play either of those games. And, huh. Oh, I was close. Sure. All right. Well, nobody gets that point. Uh, Mike is still in the lead, and we're gonna move on me, so to sorry. our next track. Is anybody keeping score for me? Because I'm not. Well, so far, uh, it's I, be Mike I believe this total right now is Mike. <laughs> okay. I'll keep, right, I'll keep track. On... I'll keep track in the chat because I'm not doing anything else. That works. Well, That's, we're on I, round I three. Shooting. <laughs> All right, round three. Um, let's go to another Patreon suggested track. Um, this one comes from Quirky Dog. He actually has two, so I, if we have to have a tiebreaker, we'll play his second one. But uh, this one comes from Quirky Dog. Streets of Rage. No. Beats of Rage. No. Cleats Roads of Rage. rage. Cleats of Rage? Is that like a soccer game? Yeah, it's yes. a hardcore soccer. <laughs> then Sheets of Rage, which is the sleeping team. <laughs> Boy, that got a, a hearty response out of all of us. <laughs> We're dead inside. Oh uh, my god. Alright, so. Uh, it's not Muramasa, is it? I'm just throwing that out there now. It's not. Uh, let's get you another track. Let's get you your first hint. First hint is this game appeared on the GBA. Is it a GameCube or Wii game? What the fuck? Well, that's because I didn't pick it. Is it Fire Emblem? Oh, yeah. It's not Fire Emblem. It's a Fire Emblem. This actually sounds really familiar. At least it did. Let's move on to another track here. I guess I'll click on Eugene's face. Yeah, there you go. Alright, so I'm gonna give you a hint here. I'm not gonna give you the developer, but the publisher of this game was Sega. This isn't Mario Party, is it? Sega! Was there a Mario Party Game Boy Advance? I don't made know, by, but it was Sega. not. Is it, is it Sonic Party, that Sonic Mario Party game? Absolutely not. Yeah, Eugene doesn't play Sonic, it's against his... Yeah, but rules. Steve, this is a uh, patron suggestion. Oh, that's a good point. Patrons, please suggest Sonic games the uh, week that Eugene hosts. <laughs> Break it. So, um, I guess your next hint would be that this is kind of like a run-and-gun game. And here's your next track. This isn't Vector Man or Vector Man 2, is it? It's not. They weren't they were on the game board. Mm -hmm. I, I think it, I guess it. Oh, 
shot they're doing right. good tonight, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I, ought, I, I wasn't going to give you the developer because I thought I would give it away, but here it comes, so get your buzzers ready. Um, this was a Sega-published game, but it was developed by Treasure. Adventure Island? It's not Adventure Island. No, Hell it's not Treasure. Treasure. <laughs> oh god, I thought that would be a huge hint. Damn, I've never <laughs> heard of that. And now we're something completely so different. So, a, a run-and-gun Sega game on the GBA. Yep. This game um, had sequels and prequels. Um, this is definitely not the first in the like franchise. Spyro? It's not. It's not Contra, is it? It's not Contra, but it's a game a lot like Contra. Got nothing. The protagonist's name are red and blue. None of y'all have played this before? Yeah, Pokemon. That uh, Halo uh, red and leaf green. That Halo Machinima that came out in like 1985. <laughs> Alright. So you guys give up? I guess. Alright. This game was a Sega-published game um, titled Gunstar Heroes. Actually, oh, Gunstar Heroes. Oh, I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah. So Mike still has one point, and that's... Yeah, we're in round that's four. A... <laughs> I am running away with this. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's go I, an easier one, I don't know if we perhaps. call one point running away with it. <laughs> round four more like is... More like limping away with it. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to move on to uh, one of my tracks. Uh, I think this one's probably going to be easy. So get fucking ready, because here we go. Resident Evil? Is this Resident Evil 4? It is not. Eternal Darkness? <laughs> it is not. Fuck. Is this Resident just... Evil 1, 2, or 3? It is not a Resident or Evil. Or 0? Yeah, no, because okay. I said no. Resident Evil. I'd be pissed if I didn't get it. Um... Well, there was five of them on the GameCube. God, I think I know this. <laughs> okay, can our first hint be, is this actually a GameCube game? This game is a GameCube game. Yeah, I've heard this too. Fuck. Is this Crystal Chronicles? It's not Crystal Chronicles. Is Here's your next Fantasy? track. It is not. Fire Emblem? It's not. Oh, I know this. <laughs> I've heard uh. this before. Like Twilight Princess, is it? It is not. And it's not XD Gale of Darkness either, is it? It's not. Uh, See, we're good at guessing Steve, what it's not. I like how you just keep <laughs> latching on to my guesses with like alternate <laughs> guesses. Well, I had to throw it out there. Alright, here's the next track. 
<laughs> this is killing me. If it has zero GX. It is not. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Sorry. You're welcome. Well, he was just sitting there all menacingly. Like, is it like wave race? Or... It's not. Uh, I'll give you a hint. Uh, this is the only hint you're going to get from me. You guys were close in the beginning when you were thinking that it was a horror game, but it's not a horror game for everybody else. I just really hate it. It's Metroid Prime 1 or 2. No. Is this Shadow the Hedgehog? <laughs> <laughs> Is this Sonic Heroes? It's Shadow the Hedgehog! Yes! Oh God. <laughs> all of a sudden I was like, he's playing all the multiplayer stage music, isn't he? <laughs> Yes! Fucking Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh, <laughs> thunder, rain, and lightning. Wow, no wonder I knew it, but didn't guess it, because fucking Eugene playing the damn game. I knew yeah, I, 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 knew, I knew it! <laughs> I told you I played this fucking garbage-ass game. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> so, that was round four? Four. That four, was round four. Yes, round so four. Mike has one Mike. point, and Lucas has a point, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, Micus, Micus, Micus has a point, and so does Lucas. Luke, which is just me and Mike together. Well, essentially, <laughs> Micus does have a point. No, Micus <laughs> has two points. When we fuse, our points combine. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, let's move on to another game from me. Um, I don't think that you guys are going to get this one. I think this one's going to be really tough, so I'm going to give you guys hints right away. This game was a... Wii game. Let's get start you off with that. Uh, is this that shadow game? Shadow the Hedgehog? That was last round. No, shadow no, Man? Sh <laughs> no, not Shadow the Hedgehog. Shadow the one where you play as the shadow and you have to manipulate light. Oh, Lost in... No, lost it's not shadow. that one. Yeah, it's okay. not Lost in Shadow. So, um, let's give you... Well, let, I'll give you your, your next hint here. So, this guy... Uh, this game was composed by um, Sakamoto, the same guy who did a lot of the Final Fantasy Is this um, the last story? Soundtracks. It's not, it's not Last Story. Is it like that Lost Tower? Pandora's Tower. Pandora's Tower. It is not. Good because we all would have wanted that. So this guy specifically did uh, Final Fantasy tactics and like order battle and stuff like that. He wasn't like he didn't do a lot of the Final Fantasy. This is Elements. It is not Elements, but you're in the right ballpark. I'm gonna tell you that. Here's your next track. Is it that electroplankton? It's not electroplankton. Is it that game with the motion controls that got attacked? that one that like came with the Wii Motion Plus? I don't know, but it's not that I don't think. So this game came out, um, uh, pretty close, no, this game came out pretty close after the Wii launch, I guess, um, a couple of years after, so it was pretty early in the Wii launch, I guess. It's not Final Fantasy. 
This game is, it, it is kind of a um, RPG, but it's like a RPG light. This game was developed by Koei. This music is getting worse all the time. <laughs> I'm going to give you another track, and I'm going to read you the back of this box. See, that always freaks me out. Wait a second. Uh, actually, it doesn't even have anything on the back of the box. It's just a bunch of pictures. So it says, join blank on a journey across the distant cosmos. Pursue different jobs such as rescuer, idol, or detective in this role-playing adventure. Lead your party into battle against the nasty rogues. The Make hell? friends with citizens from other planets to unlock new jobs and adventures. Verminous nice guy. <laughs> so this Man. game, this game, this game was famous for having. Um, you could play it with only the nunchuck. Only the nunchuck? Yes. Oh, I guarantee I've never played it. Then. The heck is this? <laughs> You've got one game left. Or one track left. I don't think you guys are gonna get it. We're getting overwhelmed with music. Now we're getting underwhelmed with music. Tough life, you Minus says clearly it didn't sell well. You're not wrong, Minus. It sold. I'm sure very poorly. Yeah, because I was, give up on this I was big on like we launch titles. I I got nothing. I don't think it wasn't a launch. It came out in 2008, so it was, I guess a couple years after launch. Um, but uh, you guys give up? Yeah, I guess so. This game was called Opuna. Never heard of it. <laughs> the fuck and Opuna? and you could. Uh, it was actually kind of neat. It was it was very basic, very simplistic, but you could. Um, so you could. You have these like balls that you shoot at the enemies it's like a turn-based combat but like the hook the hook behind it is that you could like curve them by twisting the wii remote left or right and it would either go left or right or whatever so. oh my god i just google searched so, opuna and it looks fucking adorable it's called <laughs> opuna and you shoot balls dude uh, everyone real quick pause google search opuna and like the main character is like adorable I don't want to He's Google not, search anything. I'll I'm, probably crash my computer. Yeah, I'm not doing it either. <laughs> just out of habit. Spite. Let's call it spite. Uh, so I should have called this uh, the impossible Nintendo's because all of the um, all of the listener suggested uh, songs are pretty hard too. So let's move on to another listener suggested song. Um, this I'm, one. I'm actually curious. Yeah. Have our listeners in the live chat been guessing these? Like, are we just stupid? Nope. Okay, good. Nope. Nobody's gotten shit, so and, don't feel and bad. And you say <laughs> my Nintendo tunes are hard mode. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. <laughs> your, yours is like the second hardest. Well, no, that would be Justin. <laughs> All right, so this one comes in oh, from Minus. No. Yes, Minus. Um, so let's move on with his track. Hold Here. on, the eagle just won, I think. 
I'm, I'm hearing my, <laughs> here we go. I'm hearing my neighbors screaming. I'm pretty sure the Eagles just won the Super Bowl. Oh, good. Oh, yep, you're not wrong. <laughs> Sorry, Tom Brady. Sorry, Andy. It's because he couldn't cheat this year. I don't think they won, though. No, it's still on. There's two minutes left, so Tom Brady can still come back, and it's probably going to happen. Is this Final you Fantasy, can only Crystal Chronicles, any of those games? It is not, but it is an RPG. Of course. It is Minus. Oh, God, Minus. What have you done to me? I don't know what to say. I don't know what to pick. I don't know what to think. I'm not good at RPGs or Patreon suggestions, apparently. <laughs> Alright, so your first hint is that this game appeared on the DS. Interesting. It's not Contact. It's not Contact, no. I keep waiting for that to pop up. The music's not that good, though. Is this Radiant Historia? Ah! Steve's yeah. got a point! <laughs> Been paying attention to Minus in the Discord, have we? Oh, yeah, wow. Well, I plan on getting that game on 3DS, not the special edition, but, you know. Yep. And Very thus nice. the Cosmos Align and the three Nintendo <laughs> Infendos, the Nintendo Infendos, all receive a point. <laughs> That's a nice uh, little pyramid nice. we got going there in the chat. Right. <laughs> all right, let's move on to something a little easier, I think. Although I did pick some pretty hard tracks from this game, so um, we'll see how it goes. Here is your next track. Oh, I know this. Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong. No, shh, shh, Star Fox, it's Star Fox, uh, the, the, the staff no, one. Dumpster Planet. Yes. <laughs> yes. Come on, come on. I have to pause it is Star you, Fox it? Adventures. <laughs> I, I think I have to give that one to Lucas, even though he just got Star Fox. The staff one. Star Fox, the staff one. <laughs> It's the fucking that's yes. the pause music, right? Yeah. It is the pause music. I knew it, and I was like, I know this. I know it's going to pop into my head. And I was like, Mike knows it. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was Star Fox Adventures. Lucas gets the point. He is our leader now. Wow. Um, what, what round are we on? Is that round six? That's or it. That's round on? 11. Game over. <laughs> Good game, gentlemen. But you just I couldn't know, compete. That's... That's so many rounds, I don't know. That that was round <laughs> six, I believe. Um, we're going to move on to the next one and move on to another Patreon-suggested song. Oh, dear oh. God, no. If you'd like oh, to make geez. our lives a living hell, become a patron today at patreon.com slash infendoradio. Don't be phantom, don't be phantom, don't be phantom, don't be phantom. You're absolutely not wrong because here comes fucking phantom in with the heavy hitters. <laughs> okay, uh, so it's so it's either it's either chronicle of something oh, no. or age of something or <laughs> tale of something. You're not wrong. It, it, I'm going to give you your first hint right now. It is something of something. Okay, so, let's go. Oh, no. <laughs> no go. random guessing until it starts, gents. Donkey of Kong. Ruins of Mana. <laughs> <laughs> you need to answer your no. question. The volume is abysmal. Can we turn it up a hair? Uh, or seven? Or like a scalp? Oh, I know this. It's a uh, touch of my spaghetti. 
<laughs> so your first hint is this came... Well, I guess your second hint is this one was a Super Nintendo title. Legacy of Yeast? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dragon of Quest. Legend of Zelda? No. <laughs> no. This is a game in a long-running franchise, though. So... It is one of those types of things. Secret of Mana. No. God, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I know what the franchise is, but I have no idea anything beyond that, so I'm not even going to say it. Well, well if you say the franchise, I'm pretty much going to give it to you, because, like... Tales of something? No. Damn. Wow. Oh, I know this is. <laughs> Tales of something. <laughs> Alright, let's see if I can dig up some hints here, because it sounds like we're gonna need them. This has been a hard Nintendo's. I am Eugene, what, what, letter does it, what letter does this game start with? No, no, that's not fair. <laughs> so this game uh, is a Super Nintendo game, I believe. That's what you yeah, said. That. Oh, okay, well you're welcome. Nobody thanks you. Just keep <laughs> cranking out the hints, Eugene. Your next is it hint Earth is... of Bound? Your next hint is that this game it appears to have appeared on both the yeah looks like it was on both the PlayStation and the Super Nintendo somehow. That's odd. Oh yeah, this game was on the Switch and the Xbox One. Well, that's. I could be wrong Joke about fan. that, but, you know. Uh, this game was a Koei title. Oh, God. What is oh, that? Oh, God. Lucas? Don't, don't, don't get it, Lucas. Come on. I feel like he's talked about this before. Probably. Um, your next hint is that Phantom loves the series. He wishes that they would localize 13. So there's yes! 13 games oh, in this damn series. damn it! I know this! <laughs> this is... Age of Empires? Empires of... Something of Empires. Um, no. Oh, God. I'm so close. Oh, I know <laughs> this. I know this. Here's your next track. Uh, what has 13 games in it? What the fuck? Oh, what is it called? What is it called? Phantom. Oh, I, w Phantom. I gotta start talking to you. I can hear him Phantom. talking. <laughs> Phantom, why don't I listen to you? Phantom, why don't you talk to me about these games? I'm just so bad at these game names. We've talked about this. I know what this game is. You can, like, go off and do anything. You can you can lead an army, or you can, like, manage a camp, or you can be a soldier. Oh, God, what did he call it? It's something of something. Yeah. Okay, your next hint is it is something of the something. Uh, and that's your last hint, and here's your last track. Typing of the Dead. <laughs> what is this called? Well, I know sins it's not the Crypt of the Necrodancer. I was gonna I'm say gonna... Sin, I was gonna say Sins of a Solar Empire. I'm, just, I'm reaching now into like all of my friends. I'm just zones. trying to distract Lucas now, like just saying random shit. Uh Touchdown of the Eagles. Legend of the Forgotten <laughs> Kingdom. Um, 
All I can think of now is Sins of a Solar Empire. That's stuck in my head, like, permanently. <laughs> nope. Oh, is that even a game? Alright. Yeah, I think. Phantom, I'm sorry, buddy. I, I, I do. Alright. This game... This. If I had, like, 20 more minutes, I think I could get this, but... <laughs> <laughs> this game is called Romance of the Three Kings. The Three Kings. Four. Oh. So you're, you're welcome. Oh, that was fun. So cool. <laughs> Thanks Hello, for that, Phantom. We've had Phantom many says. chats about that game. Phantom the minute you said romance, I remember the fucking title. <laughs> Phantom, if you keep up that smart tone, I'm going to stop listening altogether. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> boy. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. All right, so Phantom well and um, Phantom and Quirky Dog managed to stump you. So, uh, good job, guys. That was our final Patreon suggestion, unless we have need of Quirky Dog's final game. So, what does that what does that bring us to? That's, uh, you guys missed two of mine, you guys missed two of the patrons, you guys, and Steve has one, Mike has one, Lucas has two. So I believe we only have a few tracks left, guys. So let's move on to the next if one. If I lose this game because of Star Fox, I'm going to be fucking You say <laughs> it's not good for you, but you're only down by one right now. So, again, now I'm limping to the finish line. (laughs) Here's our next track. This one comes from me. No. No. Rock of Halo? No, that was with you. This is round nine, by the way. Mike is dying. I feel like I should know this one. Did they make like a ghost and goblins for the GameCube? Steve, I feel as if you also should know this one, because you've already guessed this game. Mm. Tonight? Yeah. Donkey Kong Jungle Beat? <laughs> oh, I broke Steve! <laughs> what? <laughs> Here's your next track. I've already guessed it. I'm gonna fucking miss it. Game did Steve <laughs> guess? <laughs> I need like a photographic memory. Who listens to Steve? No, you need an eidetic memory. Shut up. Oh god, Shut I've watched way you... too much Big Bang. <laughs> you nerd. <God> <laughs> Alright, your first hint, or uh, I guess your second hint, or third hint, whatever fucking hint this is, this game appeared on the Wii. You said that already. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> you suck at giving hints tonight, Eugene. Apparently. Eugene, you need an eidetic memory. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yoshi of the story. <laughs> this isn't I'll Lost in Shadow, is it? It is not. I'll give you another track. I think that this might be the same one I did. Resident Evil 0 through 4? Yeah, this sounds like Resident Evil, Steve. That's the only thing I can remember guessing tonight. It worries me that Eugene didn't say no. It's not Resident Evil. Okay, good. Like, yeah, like, yeah. No. 
be nice. I guess. Oh my god, is this uh, Space Channel 9? No, it's not. Space Channel 9? I thought that was serious. Alright, your next hint is... This is a Sega title. I was close! <laughs> back to Sega. Oh, Dreams! Oh, oh my god, this, is this Dreams? It yeah. is nice! <laughs> yes, you knew what I meant. <laughs> okay, That's so awesome. admittedly, I was pretty close with Space Channel 9. <laughs> I was only a hop, skip, and a jump away. I thought you said Space Jam Online. <laughs> I was wondering why you were so hard on me for that one. I was like, okay, it wasn't the best guess, but like, you know. <laughs> Alright, so. That you did, means... you broke me. You guessed this, and I just, nothing. <laughs> that means that um, we are tied. With two apiece, Lucas and Steve have two. Mike has one. We have one track left, maybe because this is the tenth round. But so if so Mike, Mike gets you, it, what, what was this for? What is that? What is this for, Eugene? Are you trying to like imply something like, oh, Mike might get this point? I, don't know. <laughs> I was literally just trying to pick a booger. I don't know. I want to know why you keep <laughs> flicking Eugene off, but yeah, you just keep playing the maybe game. Maybe because I'm losing. Yes, the next so if game, Mike gets Booker this Man? one, we will have a three-way tie, and we will have a sudden death <laughs> overtime round. I guess also if neither of us get this, we'll have a sudden death. So the odds are pretty also good for that sudden death. <laughs> 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 All right, but I have a feeling one of you guys is going to get this game. Um, I don't know who, Come on. <sighs> but let's find out. Here comes the final track, question mark. Um, All right, Tina. Here we go. <gasps> Eagles no, New Super Eagle. Mario Bros. No. No. Sorry. Wait, really? Oh my god. WarioWare? No. It what? is WarioWare! WarioWare Smooth Moves, baby girl! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Mike. I'm less sorry, Steve. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you did it. Um, let's take you away. You, I'm very proud of you. You are the Nintendo's champion. How do you feel, Lucas? I feel like I, I, I was going to make a Disney World joke, but we got like 20 of those last time. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like Mike hates me. But, you know, what can you do? I feel like I Steve has always place. hated me. No, I took second place. That's a good week. <laughs> <laughs> My blood on this well, healthy way. <laughs> God damn it. All right, we're out. We're going to move on to our next uh, segment. But before that, we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back. Alright, we are back. The Eagles are champs. Tom Brady's crying. It's okay, he's got Giselle at home. He's probably fine. Um, so here we are. We're gonna be playing some more games. This one's called Hit That Question Block. This is um, a game? And this, well, I don't know. I was trying to roll with it. I My tongue was tied. That's what came out, okay? Here we go. This is what we have, and this is what we're sticking with. 
But uh, yeah, this is the question block. We, um, if you are a Patreon member at the three dollar level, um, you can join in on this segment, and basically you can ask us a question, and we'll talk about it right now. So the first question comes from Phantom. So Steve, you want to read Phantom's question for us? Yeah, um, as we alluded to earlier, Nintendo has said that they want to sell 20 million Switch consoles in the next fiscal year. What do you guys think Nintendo has to do in order to accomplish this? Um, for me, they've they've already got the Switches in stock. You can walk into basically any store now and buy a Switch on most days of the week. Um, so I think their key thing they've got to do this year to keep that going is a steady stream of really big games. Um, I don't think all these indie games are going to cut it. People aren't buying consoles to play indie games. Um, and, you know, that probably sounds weird coming from me, Mr. Indie Game. Um, but I really think they need some strong, you know, big titles. Because even Mike and Lucas have said it recently where there's just no big games out right now. And nothing on the horizon. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of... I mean, we've got, what, two remakes coming out? Yeah. Three remakes coming out, actually, if you count Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you, Steve. I, 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 I am too, actually. Like, I, But the, here's the thing, though. I'm, I'm kind of of two minds here. I'm sorry to cut you off here, but like, the uh, I think that it's kind of a blessing and a curse, right? Because at this time of the year, there's a bunch of indie games that are going on, like kind of like what you're saying, um, Steve, that are getting a lot of shiny, uh, that are shining pretty bright on the, on the Switch right now, like Celeste, right? Like that game just came out and people yeah. are talking like, it's gotten like 10 out of 10s on some sites, you know? So, like, I, I think that maybe it's not such a bad thing, like, that we ha don't have, like, a Mario or a Zelda or anything like uh -huh. that, like, on the immediate horizon. Or, you know what I mean, like, or the equivalent of. But, uh, but go ahead with what you guys they're, were going to do. They're, they're nice yeah. fillers, but we need something bigger. Well, yeah, because the, yeah. the question was, how is the Switch going to make it to 20 million? And honestly, I feel like they'll do it just by existing at this point, because they're only, like, 5 million right. away. But, um... Exactly. But I I don't think indies are going to cut it. Like, indies are what we have Steam for, you know? If I wanted to get indies and I wanted to get them cheap, I'd just go on Steam. And as much fun as it is to get those indies, and as great as it, as it, it is for the indies to be doing well on Nintendo, it's not, I don't think, going to be the thing that really pushes Nintendo to the finish line, you know? I think they need one Mario Kart or one Smash Bros or one new Zelda or something. They need something to come out that for you know, sure. would do that. And I don't know if there's anything planned. Like, I'm half expecting to find out this summer that there's a big game coming out this fall, you know? Whether that's like Smash yeah. 5 or Animal Crossing or... But there needs to be something. I have a feeling Nintendo's holding, like, their their cards real tight for sure. I, I, I think guess so we're, we're, get, we're getting Yoshi this year and Kirby yeah. this year, so, I mean, well, that's a big game. They... They can't. That I was just gonna he say. Said sarcastically. They can't bank it all on two games that are both, admittedly, quality games, but both very niche games. You know, there's got to be something right. more. Said sarcastically. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying it's <laughs> it's something that needs to happen. Like they need to come out with something that'll attract mainstream gamers this year. And so far, it, it it almost surprises me. I guess they wanted to go out with a bang in the first year. It almost surprises me that we got a really great Mario and a really great Zelda in like the same, you know, half a year. Because normally right. that's the kind of thing that you space out to keep your games, you know, selling well. But well, what what worries me at the moment is that we I know Breath we're of getting wild, a really great Zelda. I know. But <laughs> we, we know that we're getting, you know, something big for the end of the year. We have no idea what we're getting before E three. 
Yeah. And I know it's kind of early to be talking about E3, no. but it's, really. it's four months away and we have no idea what we're getting before E3, with the yeah. exception of Bayo 1, Bayo 2, Hyrule Warriors... Am I missing any others, or are those the three big games that we're getting before E3 right now? Well, that's really kind of it. I oh, mean, tennis. Um, yeah, there's Mario Tennis coming out. As far as as far as first party games, though, I'm excited for Mario Tennis. Um, what about Metroid Prime Four and Pokemon? Those were both announced. I know they probably won't be coming out this year, but Prime Four is possibly 2018. Uh, Pokemon is 2018 or later, as of um, the same announcements they turned out with the whole mario kart tour thing they also okay. that out that. so that's a possibility yeah. maybe those will be the games that carry like the hardcore you know uh, again that would do nothing for me if it was prime 4 because like I, I have no interest but hardcore gamers would probably eat that up so yeah i'm, I'm kind of with you on your original point lucas like nintendo doesn't really have to do much and they're gonna sell 20 million units i, I think that's just like gonna happen like people want the switch like there's a hunger for it yeah. Right. I think the question now is, um, hey, Mike won't talk. Mike talk now. <laughs> no! <laughs> Go okay, ahead. Mike no, t- Mike, no talk. No, Mike, Go no talk. talk. No, talk. no, fucking, uh, like, 20 million, like, they'll just have to breathe, and they'll get 20 million. The, the question now is what we, we should focus on now, how they're going to get to 30 million. And well, that's a bigger steep of a climb for me, I feel like, because, A, um, like, if they've, they've shot their load already, like, they can't. Like, we won't get another Mario game that's, like, top-notch until, like, 2023, if that. And and, thank, and thankfully, like, Nintendo has said they want to support the Switch for more than five years. But, like, like even then, like, we're not going to have that main big thing for a while. Yeah, Mario Party will come out. Like, Zelda will maybe get a spinoff game. But, like, we've already had our big thing. Like, Mario Odyssey already has 9 million uh, units to the 14 million uh, consoles out there. So we already have the attach rate and everything. We don't have a lot to go off of at this point, and I feel like Nintendo has a huge hit right now. We're going to love it, and the Switch will always be a great console, but I think we might start slowing down now. We might be coming out of the honeymoon phase because we gave everything we got too quick. See, I'm, but, um, I'm but I think 20, 20, 20 million. Yeah, I don't want to either. I think they'll hit 20, they'll hit 20 million by uh, July, I'm thinking. But... Yeah. Uh, what they what they do with that twenty million and what they do with the games coming out to help boost it to thirty million, that has yet to be seen. Like, agree with the with the uh, the Nindies, you know that does a lot for the Nindie scene, but doesn't push it, that doesn't make Nintendo um, drop any AAA titles anytime soon. Doesn't help them do anything. Um, I, I guess one final point since we're already over time is I don't think the Labo is going to move many units. I, like I, we've been talking about it a lot, but I feel like the Labo just exists for people who already own the system who want to have their kids, you know, get their kids something to play. I don't see a lot of parents going out and saying like, "Hey, let's buy this three hundred dollar video game system so we can build cardboard boxes with our kid." You know. I see it right. moving. I see it moving itself like two million units, like um, two million switches and stuff is well helping move, but like it won't. It won't be a big hit. It'll be a big hit over time, but it won't be like an immediate huge hit right okay well let's move on to the next question mike why don't you take us away with minus uh, he has a two-parter uh i'll ask part one and see if you can ask part two then. uh or part one <laughs> what would you say steve you were listening okay oh didn't lucas ask that one okay well whatever lucas can ask that one no lucas <laughs> lucas won in 10 tunes he can't do anything else he's done <laughs> So that's what this is about. Uh, it is. So Minus asks, 
if online, uh, the paid online Nintendo online service starts in September of this year, what heavy hitting game needs to come out alongside it? God, these are like these questions are like perfectly juxtaposed between each other, aren't they? Um, like it's like they thought about it together or something. I feel like tie in to uh, the online service. If we're talking about new games, uh, fucking Mario Kart Nine, Smash, and like a fucking online Mario Party would be like uh, big ticket items. Would they would they help move things? Maybe not Mario Party, but Smash would. Um, fucking, in terms of like classic games that they can re uh, release with online game with online functionality, literally any Mario Party game, literally any other 64 in GameCube game, that'll just sell hotcakes. My, um, I don't know. Sorry. I, I don't know what they can bring out. My, their my one and only answer was Smash. That is the only game for me. That is gonna sell the online is Smash. I don't <laughs> care if it's Smash Four or Five. Granted, granted, I will play on. I will pay for online to play what I already have, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. But I don't know what else they can put out to make it happen. Lucas, you have your hand raised. Um, Fantasy Star Online Two is supposed to come out this year. It oh, would yeah. be fun to get like an MMO that like we could use the online service for and have a lot of fun stuff happen there. <clears throat> yeah, I've, cool. I've never played the series, so I have no opinion on that one. I've never played the of... series either, and I have an opinion on it. <laughs> Here's the thing. So let's why, why don't we wrap into the the second part of his question? Because I kind of want to riff off that. Steve, you want to read his second part here? Why does uh, everybody pick Steve? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm the quiet one. Yeah, Lucas, ask the question. What Lucas, would make go. this online service wait worth it to you? <laughs> what do they need to do to differentiate, in your opinion, from the competitors? So I, I really don't think that Nintendo has to do much, to be honest with you. They have to have an online system that works. And they have to... Um, and that, that's really it for me. Like it, It's got to be cheaper to, to, than the competitors. I think they're already doing that. And that's really all that matters to me. I'll be real. Um, I want like wow. an online service that actually does something like i was fine with nintendo's online for all these years because it was free and that was like the gimmick for me it's like hey i don't have to pay ten dollars a month or whatever or ten dollars a year or whatever the price of like a playstation membership is to to go online so it doesn't matter to me that they don't have like voice chat for specific groups and stuff but like if we're gonna have to start paying money for it i want like I want more streamlined, mainstream kind of online services, you know? I want to be able yeah. to, like, connect to a room and be like, oh, hey, look, Steve's there. Oh, Mike's there. Let's all... Let me invite them, first of all. So, like, you know, they, they can see that I'm playing a game and I want them to play with me without having to right. text them about it. And then let's open up a voice chat room and voice chat right on our Switches, you know? Also, an internet browser would be nice if, if we're going to be getting an online service. It would be nice to finally be able to play a game and go onto my internet from my game and be like, how do I beat so-and-so, you know? Right. So that would be a nice feature. Party chat. Um, kind of like what I was talking about last week or a couple weeks ago or whatever. If they could integrate party chat into the Switch itself. Yeah, on the I system mean, the level, Switch, yeah. Yeah, the, the Switch already has a microphone built in when you're in handheld mode. So that, like, let me rephrase that. The Switch has inside its headphone jack a yeah, microphone right. port built into it. So as long as you've got a wired headset when you're in handheld mode, like an iPhone headset or something, you're fine. 
when Hell, let me dig my Wii speak out of the thing. They'll just plug yeah. it into the USB. Well, that and that's the that. other thing, is when it's docked, it supports USB headsets already, wired or wireless. So they're already equipped for such a thing. They just need to release an app that runs in the background. And I don't let, think like, that's overly let, difficult. Like, right, or let, like, Bluetooth headphones be a thing, right? Yeah. So that, that have, like, built-in microphones. Any phone can run it. You can run Skype in the background. You can run Hangouts in the background. You can run Discord in the background of a phone. And I have a hard time believing the Switch isn't as powerful as a phone. I know it's got to, you know, render the game and do all that kind of stuff, and I don't understand, you know, everything that entails. But I have a hard time believing that it can't run a voice chat app in the background while it's running a game. Sure. I, I agree. Like, every every system at this point can do it, you know? Like, hell, the freaking 3DS could do it, like, if the game supported it, you know? Like, let's, let's, let's have some voice chat. Come on, guys. So, uh, Mike, uh, Lucas, you guys want to f- step in here while we have a few seconds left? I already uh, talked. Why is nobody listening to me tonight? <laughs> Mike no talk. Mike won't talk. Mike talk like this. Um, fucking, it worries me that we're up there finally going to launch the online service, and we haven't got a single, like, like important update to the online phone app. So I'm kind of worried about the how they're going to run the online service. What, what do they need to do for me to want to use it more? Like, what do they got to give me? They got to give me everything they all you guys all said, but they also got to give me, like, <clears throat> fucking some incentives, like some free stuff. They got to give me some, uh, some quality, like, like, down, purchasable, like, online, like, schemes or whatever for my Switch and everything. I don't know. Just give me something of value. Fucking give, give me a good virtual console and we'll be good. We'll talk. But let's be real, like, we're all going to pay for it regardless because we're all going to want to play Bomberman yeah. and Mario Kart. and Like, like we're I, slaves to whatever they give us, you know? I've already right. dropped my PlayStation Plus subscription, so I'm $40 a year ahead of what I used to pay. Well, like, yeah, I, I, you can't not have it with the amount of video no. games we play on the system. Like, me and Mike play Monster Hunter. We all play Bomberman. We all play Mario Kart, you know? It's... We all play with the Enfriendos quite a bit. Yeah, right. eventually there's going to be a Smash that comes out and we're gonna want that like right yeah gonna have to do it and i'm just glad that it's not like price prohibitive right like anybody can drop 20 bucks a year or even if it's like yeah. what four bucks a month or something like that that's not bad yeah. at all yeah. so well all i can say oh. is i just hope that animal crossing on the switch takes advantage of it when it God comes damn out it. <laughs> this, this year nintendo this year I'm gonna title this uh, this episode "Lucas Wants Mario" or "Wants Animal Crossing." Lucas wants <laughs> Mario Kart. Really confusing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's move on to our next section, which is change the system. So. Um, I haven't been playing a whole lot of games this week. I've been really busy, so I'm going to let somebody else take the lead here. Who's got some interesting stuff to talk about? (laughs) Thank you, Mike. I can wait my turn. It's okay. It's your turn to go. Out of all of us, I think you have the most interesting. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, I played... I know there was something else I was going to talk about. I played some Monster Hunter Stories. That was fun. Um, I played some other games that was interesting. Oh, I played Hiragana Pixel Party. I'm trying to learn how to read Japanese, so that's a thing. But more important than all of that, I played a really cool, what I believe to be, indie game called Night in the Woods, and I want to dedicate all my time to that because it's a really well-written game. Yeah. It's, it's so well done. Um, 
played the whole thing in like a day. It's not a particularly long game, but it is one of those things, one of those bits of media that you are kind of changed internally when you play it, if you open yourself up to it. And I appreciate that about this game. Um, I've kind of talked to all of you about it individually, but for those of you that don't know, everyone is anthropomorphic little, like, paper cutout animal characters in this, and you're a cat named May. Um, you come home from college, you flunked out of your sophomore year, and you move back home to, like, your backwoods, like, super undeveloped town where everybody's, like, coal miners and everything, and you just kind of, like, start up life where you left off after you left college. You meet up with your old group of friends, you go out, you do crimes, you do stuff, you live your life, and then things get creepy and there's all this like culty stuff involved that's really cool. And there's like a mystery and a horror element, and my god, just it's so well written. Um, so one of the things I wanted to touch on, which I found really interesting early in, is how they covered sexuality in the game. And I know that's kind of a weird topic to discuss, but... Um, this game did it well, because right off the bat, like, you, it's the four of you. There's you, there's your friend Bay, or B, um, and then there's the two other guys, Greg and whatever the, the bear dude's name was. I couldn't remember his. But those two guy friends that you have are a gay couple. And the game doesn't, like, rub it in your face. The game doesn't make a point of making that, like, a big agenda. It normalizes it. And I really appreciated that in the game, because it's just like, oh, yeah, this is Greg and this is his boyfriend. And, like, that's the end of it. Like, it's, it's not this big extra thing that they felt like they had to throw in. It's just a very normal, natural, like, like how you would actually approach it if you met your friend and, like, his boyfriend, you know? And I thought that was really cool. You yourself are kind of, like, I guess pansexual throughout the game because you have one encounter where you're at a party and you, like, yell at your old ex-boyfriend who was, like, a total creep to you. And then later on, you're getting flirted on by some girl at a college party and you're <laughs> loving every minute of it. But, like, it's so well handled. Like, even if that's a subject that you find particularly, like, abrasive or you're not into it, like, the way that they handled it was so well that you could play that game and I think get a lot out of it. Like, sure. it, it was just—it was a well-made game. Like, well, as let me a, cut as in a, here real quick and ask you a question. So, um, yeah. it, it sounds like the core elements of this game are basically story-based. But what mm -hmm. is the actual game? What do you do? The, the game elements are definitely like secondary to it. It's telling a story first and foremost. So, like, every day you'll wake up and you—you you literally have control of like left and right and jumping and talking to people and like you'll go downstairs and you'll have a conversation with your mom and then you go out into the city and you usually end up going to all the stores where your friends work and you'll talk to each of them and some days you'll just all go to the same thing and you'll do the same event and some days you'll have a choice of like which friend you want to hang out with and what like experience you want to have and you just you live sure. your life like that's the game you live that's your awesome life. You're, you're the one friend in the group that doesn't have a job you're you're kind of like you, you've become, like, this kind of, like, loser character, but your friends don't see you that way, even though, like, some of the people in the town do. And Is it, it voice acted? Uh, no, it's not. It's all text. But that, I, I prefer it that way, honestly. But uh, I don't know, that I, might I be a, a turn off that's for not some afraid. people. I, I love a game that's not afraid to be, like, so heavy on story like that. I, I, well, I think like, I'm definitely going to have to give it a try. Storytelling is, like, everything to me in a game. And it covers a lot of, like, important aspects, too. Like, it feels very real, despite being about, like, animal characters. Um, later on in the game, and I guess it's not really a spoiler. It kind of goes more into it. Um, there's kind of, like, a hint of, like, your character has, like, a depression thing. Because she talks about how, like, like, halfway through high school, 
she stopped like feeling things and the tree in her backyard just started becoming a, a living thing that was just eating energy out of the ground and surviving. It stopped being like her friend. Her friends just started looking like shapes. They didn't look like people. And the only time she really felt comfortable was when she was at home, which is why she right. leaves school and goes back home because everything is normal. But then that normalcy has changed because she's been gone for two years and that no longer feels normal. So you're like, you're really invested in this character and like every other character has a thing going on too like i spent most of my time hanging out with the other female character and her thing is she has to work this job all day at this place that's owned by her dad but her dad is like a deadbeat ever since her mom died of cancer at the end of high school i'm going for another minute so like (laughs) so like she lives with her dad and her mom died her senior year of high school so like she broke off contact from everybody and she stopped being around them and her dad is just he's not like a monster but he's not a good guy like and he doesn't really like take care of her or anything she has to kind of like man up and like own the the family and like every character has that going on like it's just it's it's really story driven and that's my exact kind of game like i um I remember when I was a kid, like, admiring Miyamoto and reading about how, like, first you wanted to do, like, puppets and stuff. And, like, right. he was talking about how, like, the big thing for him is, like, telling a story. And he found a medium to do that through video games. And that's what I want to do. Like, I want to tell stories with games. I don't want to make games that are just fun. Like, gameplay is a secondary thing for me over telling a story. And this game freaking nailed it. Like, it feels so natural and so organic. And I think no matter, like, what part of life or part of, like, the world you come from, you can get something from this game. So if you have the patience to put a few hours into basically just walking around and talking to people in a game, like, open yourself up to it and it will do something for you. Like, it was a really solid game. How much was it? Uh, 20, I think. I might pick that up. And sound... I might not be right away, but it sounds like something I could it's if it's also a good game it's like a visual novel kind of exactly which are kind of my favorite kind of games like zero escape if you have a couple of days where you're by yourself and you can kind of be really introspective if you're not talking to a bunch of people and like you can just kind of focus on the imaginary world that's presented to you it's really well done game I've, i've never played i've played a lot of games like it but i've never played anything with quite this tone before it's sure. a very real tone, and it really it works. It's a really amazing game. So play it. Awesome. Do yourself a favor. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about it. I know um, Phantom has been saying nothing but singing yeah. it nothing but praise as well. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to check it out for sure. The only way I think you could like not get something out of it is if you played it really <coughs> superficially, and like you just you played it and you say, oh, this is stupid. This is this. This is that. It's not fun. Like. If, if you give yourself a chance, I think you'll find something and the game will like touch you in a good way. So, Awesome. If you're interested, there's a, I think that it's a little bit cheaper on Steam. So if you have a yeah. computer, you can probably do it that way too. Awesome. That sounds cool. Well, um, who wants to take next? Who else has been playing some games? Um, yeah, so... <laughs> so this week for me has been the week of the mascot platformer. Um, <laughs> oh I yeah, that's str- right. <laughs> I streamed for a little bit last night on my Twitch channel, um, which I haven't used in a long time. Um, but I was I was curious to see if I could still do it without a PlayStation Plus subscription. But and it lets you. Yeah, I was shocked. Um, so I played almost a full world of Crash Bandicoot Two yesterday. Which you said you would get again Which, on the Switch if it came oh out. Oh yeah, if it comes to Switch, I will get it, and I will probably finish all three games there. 
Um, back when I bought that game, um, I was telling the story last night to Lucas and Mike. Um, I thought that I grew up playing Crash Bandicoot 1, and so I bought the trilogy and booted up Crash Bandicoot 1. And I'm like, what in the hell is this? I don't remember this. So then I decided <laughs> to give Crash Bandicoot 2 a try and come to find out that was the Crash game that I grew up playing. Um, really enjoyed it. That game is brutally difficult. Um, even in the updated version, the controls are not fantastic. The camera angles are weird. Um, it looks amazing, though. They did a really good job rebuilding it from the ground up. Right. Um, so, you know, did actually have a good time playing that. Uh, saw a couple of the Infrendas on there watching for a little bit. Sorry, you guys, I don't have a work... It, like, I have a PlayStation headset, but I haven't figured out how to be able to get the mic working with it yet. Oh, and so you couldn't, didn't, like, actually talk, yeah. Yeah, so I couldn't talk to him through the stream, and I didn't have... My iPad was already on Skype with Mike and Lucas, so I couldn't you know, respond to them via text that way either. So if I continue to play that game on PS4, that's probably something that I'll do in the future, work out. Um, the other game I've been playing is Ukulele. Um, I've beat the first world, been through the first world boss fight, and I'm working through the second world right now. And that game is impressive how big the worlds are. Um... <laughs> I was listening to last week's show today while I was headed up uh, to my parents' house to go drop some stuff off, and somebody asked me last week if I regretted playing this game after playing Odyssey, and my answer this week is a little bit different. Um, it's completely different than Odyssey. Um, this game really takes you back to the days of the N64. Um, as in, platformers then were really janky, they weren't controlled well, and it's kind of nice to go back to something like that. Um, you play Mario, and it's a, you know, very well-polished, very modern, you know, you know what you're supposed to do type deal. It's kind of nice not really knowing what to do and just having to kind of wander around the world and figure it out. There's right. no clear objectives or anything like that. Um... You know, so I've really been enjoying it. I'm just about to go through the second boss fight, and I'm not going to spoil what those are, but they are actually kind of cool when you go through the boss fights. Um, so yeah, so that's what I've been playing. I just crossed the set, the actual seven-hour mark this time. I checked the play counter in-game instead of looking at how many days I'd played it. Sure. Um, so, but yeah, I just crossed the seven-hour mark. And I'm just about to finish the second world. I haven't um, got, I haven't collected everything in either of the worlds yet, because like in Donkey Kong 64 or or you know even Banjo, I guess, you need certain abilities from later levels to get everything out of the original levels. So you Very can't get everything. So you can't get everything until you've got later abilities. And mm -hmm. luckily, I realized that early enough to where I didn't waste a lot of time in the first world doing that. But because right. I've spent as much time exploring the first two worlds as I have, and this is one of the things that kind of bothers me, it almost feels rather broken. Because you explore the worlds and you collect quills, and these quills are what you use to unlock abilities. Mm -hmm. um, so like I went into the second world, and before I had even stepped foot into that world, I had enough quills to buy both abilities out of that world right off the bat. Sure. 
So I don't know that I necessarily like that. I like having to do certain things within the world and then unlocking ability and ability. But can, beyond that, I'm actually having a really good time. Can I ask you a question? Oh, yes. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I, I wanted to know, because I've watched a lot of like gameplay reviews of Ukulele when it got delayed for like the fifth time. And um, one thing that I heard a lot of people saying was, you know, each world starts off smaller and then you can expand it to make it bigger. Right. Um, most people that I heard who played it said... They started off in the first world smaller because they had to. They unlocked enough pages to make it bigger. And then from there on, they had enough to expand, like, every world by the time they got to the next world. So they just expanded each world, like, right off the bat before they even... Like, they never played the smaller condensed version. They just played the whole thing right off the bat. Like, is that how you're going to go about it? Because it seems like a lot of people kind of feel like that expansion mechanic was kind of wasted in this game. That's not how I've been going about it. I've been playing in the smaller world for an hour or two and then expanding it because it's nice to see the world in its smaller form and learn the mechanics of the world before right. you expand it. Because mm -hmm. if you if you learn the smaller world and its mechanics first and then expand it, then you can really see what they've done with expanding it and how big the worlds actually are. So okay. you, yes, I can play it that way, but I haven't been. Okay. So, and I don't recommend it actually. <laughs> Now I want to hear so, what Mike was going to say about it. <laughs> yeah, what was your question, I, Mike? I was just, well, it wasn't really a question. I was going to say, like, um, how you don't like how you were already able to unlock things, like, before you get to the level and, like, do everything. I feel like that might also be more, or less, well, I haven't played a game, but I feel like that might not just be the game itself, but it might be the way you're playing it. Because, like, you're, you, you're, you're an adult now. You know how to play right. games. You know how to, like, explore shit. Yeah. So, like, back in the day, like, you'd play a game and, like, you maybe get, like, 20% of the feathers on or the notes on your first playthrough right. and like you don't have enough for anything else but then all of a sudden you come back and you get everything else but nowadays we're like okay well fuck it I'm here let's get everything I can let's get everything well and you're also a hardcore completionist like just from yeah. playing uh, Crash yeah. last night like, well, yeah you guys saw how I play Crash you 100% a level before you move on to the next right one, so Imagine it like this, Mike, and I guess this is the best way I can describe it. I have to go back to Odyssey, and I hate drawing the comparison between the two games because well, they're, they're nothing like at their core, though. I mean, yeah, they're both they're both, um, both mascot platformers, collectathons. Yeah, exactly. Imagine if you walked into like you finished up the dinosaur world in Mario Odyssey, and you walked into the Sand Kingdom because you had so thoroughly explored the uh, dinosaur world you could suddenly buy all of the Sand Kingdom's exclusive items. Mm. So um, it's kind of like that, where you know how there's two different kinds of currency? Um, yeah. I kind of wish they would have done something like that, where the quills were color-coded, you know, maybe green for the first world and, you know, blue for the second world or something like that, to where you had to have X amount of blue quills from World 2 to unlock your abilities. Yeah. So that's probably the only my only complaint so far with the game. Well, because as I'm thinking about it, Banjo Kazooie actually did the same kind of thing with that because you needed to get the mumbo heads or whatever in each world to right. unlock it. But I feel like they were spaced out a little bit better. So I'm trying to remember either you couldn't carry them over from world to world, or they carried think, over, no, but there was only could... like one or two extra or something. You yeah. could carry if you had any mumbo tokens, you could carry them over. I'm pretty fucking sure, because I... But I think they only put... 
but I think they only put like enough in the world. So like you you always had to play the level for a bit to unlock like the transformation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So. Well, that sounds. I, I that's another game that I, that I've been looking at that I've had my eye on, but uh, you know. Like, <laughs> like I said, if if you can get it for twenty five to thirty, get it. I'm getting my money's worth out of it, so I'm really enjoying it. But most people are gonna. Yeah, most people are gonna want to buy it for between twenty and thirty bucks. That's kind of the sweet spot. Sure. Cool. All right, Mike. Well, looks like you're up. Why don't you take us with your change the system? Oh, what have I even played this week? Oh my god, Lucas, what have we played together? I don't even. Oh, <laughs> uh, we played Monster Hunter for a while, didn't we? Uh, we did or did we just play two. stories? <laughs> I can't we, 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 we did a hunt or two uh, one day. I got out of work early, I think. And we did a couple hunts there. Then we, had that, then we had that Dragon Ball thing where we tried to record, but we kept like adding in friendos. And, um... <laughs> oh, yeah, that was an issue. <laughs> and then fucking, uh... Yeah, I played some Xenoverse. Um, I slidered into new characters. I made, I made a Namekian. Nice. Just because, uh... I thought it was time for a new character. Because, well, back when we first got the game, Lucas and I were going to be playing it, and Lucas was like, I need you to pick another character because I need another character. Like, because he had the uh, Frieza and the uh, Boo and the Saiyan or something like that, and I had the Saiyan, and we wanted that other person, and fuck the Earthling. So we went and got the... Uh... <laughs> so I got the Namek, and... What's cool and also not cool is I have everything from my first save tied into this yeah. one. Mm-hmm. So, like, I have all my moves and shit, so I don't feel as needed to, like, um, do stuff. It's also, I mean, it, it makes it nice because I don't have to fucking focus super hard to get all the moves unlocked again because that shit is hard. This game does not give you, like, like adequate reward system. Like, oh, you um, you got all the, the uh, requirements? You might get something. Yeah. And that's fucking annoying. It's better than the first game, but it's still just as bad. Uh, it's still just as bad in some aspects, <laughs> and I hate it. But uh, a little bit of Xenoverse. I was gonna play it tonight, but I got I worked out instead. I might play it tonight after we hang up the 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 show. We'll find out. Uh, I'm playing Minecraft right now. I'm trying very hard to talk over the sound of my clicking buttons. Actually, they've been good on my. You can't be over here. I checked my. <laughs> Thank you. But I appreciate uh, that. I'm working on my wall. Um, I was hoping I'd have more time earlier to get Lucas to help me, but he worked today. Because uh, I'm doing the underwater portion now, and I hate doing underwater shit. So I always want a second hand with that. But so, uh, if anyone has Minecraft wants to help me build a giant fucking wall, uh, you can help me build a wall underwater. Uh, Monster Hunter Stories, I am almost done with the story in stories. I am just wrapping up some sub subquests. Um, Lucas, you'll be happy to know I finally finished the fucking Bob the Rainforest thing last night. Finally. Somehow, in the middle of me sleep, well, asleep playing the game and collecting random shit, I managed to get that last commodity that I needed. Um, I don't know how the fuck I got it, but I got it. I'll tell you that I'm at like 120 hours now in stories, so if I'm you... Ju- I'm just at like 70. If you have the interest to keep playing, like... I mean, obviously there's endgame stuff to do, and you have to level the crap up to get through it all. But, like, if you feel like, you know, really working on your Monsty and, like, getting the best team you can get, even though, like, we're the only people we're ever going to play with, like, there's content there to probably go into 150 hours, if not more, so. Not unlike, it, it, not unlike a Pokemon. 
Well, and even <clears throat> even le- more not unlike a Monster Hunter game. It's just instead of a thousand hours, you're putting like two hundred hours. You know, right? Well, well, it's Monster Hunter. You don't want to put hundred hours into it anyway. But like, that's cool though, because like I I always consider this as like the Pokemon of 2017 that I wanted to get instead of Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. And you all know I love Pokemon. I put time into it, but I'm nowhere near as time extensive into it as you guys are anymore because of my uh, lifestyle changes and stuff. But like. Like, I can just crack down stories and do, like, um, some channeling and, like, uh, monster hatching and stuff and, you know, have, you know, a ball doing that shit. So that's still, like, my main fun aspect of that game. So, yeah, I'll definitely be playing that um, well after post-game because I want to, you know, get all this. If nothing else, it's because of the fact that you play stories, too, and you are going to 100% the game and you know... How yep. we are, if you do it, I have to do it. I gotta do it before you. So I'm gonna try to get everything done in 100 hours that you're gonna get in 150. I'll be honest, the one thing that I wish this game had now, now that we're in like the post game, is I wish that it had the cooperative elements of Monster Hunter, because I wish we could play more together. Like, we're playing together in that we text each other and we send each other photos and stuff all the time. But, like, damn, wouldn't it be fun to go on, like, group hunts and fight other monsters and stuff? Like, yeah, it's like having like a really tough mission. monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just have, uh, and, like, have, it'll, be, it'll just be like a two-on-two or a three-on-three kind of battle and just have us do that. That'd be fucking fun. Yeah, and we all and we all get like rewards, like depending on how well we did and stuff. Just like Monster Hunter, that'd be that would be awesome. That would be really nice. Maybe in, so, uh, maybe in stories. Capcom, too. Capcom, if you're listening, uh, we love you. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, if you want to make a second stories game, we'll buy it, and um, here's what we want from it. <laughs> right. Uh, no, fuck you, dude. <laughs> uh, I downloaded Crypt of the Necrom- De- uh, Necrodancer because I <laughs> talked about that game. I'm gonna play that eventually. I downloaded oh, that's fun. Called... I down. I know it's fun. I've watched it play it forever. I downloaded this game called Mad Carnage via a review code. Not God. gonna lie, it does not look, does not look like my cup of tea. However, I'm gonna try playing it. I'm gonna see what happens. Uh, the review might reflect how I feel about that. Um, I played a little bit of arms. I try. I wanted to see what the tournament mode is like. It just unlocks all your arms for you in a multiplayer match. It doesn't do anything. The um, the gallery is cute. All the pictures you can get. And I'm not gonna be able to do party crash this weekend, which is sad. But it's okay because I don't care if it's Frenchon or uh, Cape Cobra anyway. So that's me. Nice. <laughs> Fair enough. <clears throat> well, I guess that means that I'm. Up. But I I played Eugene, real I life Splatoon all week actually no I, I played Papers Please and Splatoon because... oh Papers Please I played the crap out of that on Steam <laughs> right. stressful I game that. right <laughs> I tell you what <laughs> it's an interesting fucking game I like it oh but I, I was just I, I I was just gonna say I just played that in real life because I have like been working my ass off these last couple of weeks and then I've been painting Boy, our master you've been, bedroom you've been doing it you've been doing immigration stuff. <laughs> no, but you know, it's kind of kind of the not really the same thing, I guess. But yeah, I've just been working a lot. But uh, yeah, I've been playing um, PUBG, I guess, in my spare time. That's really it. Um, I was telling Lucas pre-show that I played some VR earlier today, and I actually still have a headache because of it. Um, I was playing that um, standout VR game. It's that PUBG um, VR clone, and um, I I don't know how I feel about it. Like it's. I really like it. It's really cool, 
But the problem with it is, and I think I mentioned it last week, that was that um, you actually move um, with the actual control stick or whatever, right? So, like, you'll be standing there, and the world is moving, but you're not actually moving, if oh, that makes sense. So it, like... That would make me sick. It really does. Like, I, I had this moment that today. Uh, I had to turn it off. Like, um, I was uh, aiming at somebody, and it, so you actually have your hands like this, and you're aiming... But I don't know what happened, but I, like, fell off a cliff. So, like, I, as I was aiming and I was, like, aiming like this, I started moving. And then, like, uh-huh. it, it, it was just, like, not fun. So <laughs> I had to um, I had to turn that one off. Um, I, I still do like that game. It is really cool. Um, I, I Eugene, like, like that, 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 that makes me wonder, like, um, are, you, are you like me, Eugene? Like, um, if I play a game when I'm playing a character and they start falling on a huge giant cliff, I get the fucking, like... The, yes, uh, the thing yeah, in your stomach. Vertigo, for yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck, I'm falling. Yeah. Uh, this makes I me know, laugh like, just thinking Banjo about it. Banjo-Kazooie, like, you get that tight knot when they oh fall my God. on a high cliff. Like, the minute Banjo's like, <laughs> jump out, and I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Let me ask you, Gene, and I want to ask you cryptically, because I don't want to say too much if this isn't the case, but was that the game you were playing when you did the thing that you were telling me about before the show that I'll be able to do stuff with and the thing? It is. It is. Yes! Okay, can I talk <laughs> about it then? Can I say that's going to be a thing? Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, we're going to do it in Fendo Plays, and we're going to watch Eugene play VR in the game and in the real world, and we're going to watch oh him God. flail around and get sick, and it's going to be the best time ever. Can I, can, I, can I do a request? Can I do a request for doing that? Sure. What's can, your request? Can Eugene play VR chat, and he can go into the Udon <laughs> Oh, God. I hate that I, meme, by the way. I, I never dumb. freeze. I just want to see so Eugene dumb. standing with the headset on, looking up, going... Uh, <laughs> it, it, Eugene, I can't, I can't wait till you oh, get dumb. Beat Saber so we can do a... Infendo plays want, a yeah, Beat Saber. Sure. That's going to be for fun. For sure. No, yeah, see, I, sure. the thing I'm looking forward to with this is I don't want to see Eugene play a cool game where he's having fun. I want to see <laughs> Eugene play a game where he's falling around and getting dizzy, and that's that's, <laughs> that's all I want. But yeah, that's that's really all I've been playing this week. I know it's been kind of boring, um, but that's really it. That's that's life, I guess. Sometimes, so that's it for me. But. Before we close out of the show, because we're getting there, guys, um, we have an announcement to make. So, Lucas, um, since you're kind of taking point on this one, why don't you tell um, our patrons about some of the cool prizes they can win this month? Well, my lovely little patrons, and those of you who are now considering becoming $1 patrons for the month, we have a little giveaway for all of you. Um, this month we are actually giving away a three-pack of Amiibos. Uh, two of them are unboxed, I will let you know that right now. One of them is prime boxed condition, and the theme is Zelda. So we have Super Smash Bros. Zelda, we have 8-Bit Link, and we have a beautifully boxed Link Rider Amiibo from Breath of the Wild. So we are going to do kind of what we did last time we did a giveaway, which I think was December? Yeah, I think that was the last one was December, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're most likely, I think Eugene can correct me on this, but we're going to have it be if you are one of our patrons at any tier, you have a chance to win, and that chance is equal. You, you, like, hacks with his freaking $100 tier is going to have 100 (laughs) more chances than you, so sorry about that. Thank you, Hacks, for being an executive producer, by the way. If I can break in real quick, 
those two unboxed amiibos come from my personal, well, used to be desk at Taco Time, there may <laughs> still be the slightest hint of a taco smell there if you're lucky. I think I might, I might be getting a little bit of like a bean burrito sense from these. Um, yeah, the we've got we've got those three amiibos. So um, yeah, if you want to win some free free merch, free stuff, please be a part of us and if you already are like we have 20 patrons already i think you guys are just automatically entered as long as you don't drop down to zero by the end of the month so right good luck to everybody who is one of our patrons we hope you win yes you you know who you are you listening to this right now you got this mustard mustard giant cow won the super nintendo classic and he win the amiibo find out next time on mustard gives away prizes mustard giant cow is just gonna keep winning all of our stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, I, I'm sure we'll be no like... collusion. The collusion I, is dead. I'm sure we'll be media know. blasting this all over Twitter and Facebook and every other possible avenue we have. So, you know. Yep. That's what we do. <laughs> and and, it, and if, you, if you want to, you know, you know, it wouldn't help you win. But if you want to help us, you know, do well in the future, you can also, after you become a patron and enter, you can, you know, recommend it on Twitter and Facebook and anywhere you want to share it to. Say, hey, we have an awesome little podcast, and, you know, come give us a look, and you can win some Amiibo and whatever else we give away. Also true. I mean, that would right. lower your chances to win in the contest, but, you know. But, who, thank you. Who cares? <laughs> hey, hey, have a friend enter, and then you guys can share the Amiibos when you win them together. So. Exactly. Hell, go ahead and create, like, ten $1 fake accounts. I don't care. We <laughs> <laughs> just want your dollars. Infendo Radio encourages you to cheat when it comes to the contest. <laughs> if you ha- if you uh, have the balls and the wallet to cheat, then I guess I will I'll, I'll play I'll, I'll, I'll take a blind eye. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's that. Um, we are going to have a contest this month. It's going to be awesome. You can win some amiibos. So with that, we are out. We're done. We're finished. Finito. It's over. But we're going to get out of here with leaving you with our Twitter handles and all that fun stuff. So, Steve, where can we find you on the internet this week? Um, you can find me at Gentus1 on Twitter. And if you want to see that Crash Bandicoot thing I did so you can see how someone that's OCD plays a collectathon, it's maddening. Um, <laughs> go to Twitch and search Gentus. Um, I'll try and put a link on my Twitter profile at some point soon. Um, but yeah, that's all my channels. Very nice, very nice. Uh, Mike, where can we find you on the internet this week? Assuming the entire state doesn't burn down in a drunken <laughs> rage and glory, because, dude, Philly, Philly right now is like a fucking, like, sardine pit. But, like, dude, Broad Street and Philly and everything is, like, everything is packed, like, terribly. Fans are rioting. Um, Crisco on the polls are not stopping anybody this week. Um, you can find me on Twitter, if I'm still alive, at Mike underscore the underscore poet. Um, I'm personally not going to go party or anything. I don't care about football, but I, uh, I live in a city where we are now the Super Bowl champion for the first time ever, so people are going to go crazy. Um, that'll be fun. Yeah, Mike the Poet on Twitter. Uh, I don't have anything else to plug right now. Um, MikeNDefender.com, if you want to tell me how bad I'm doing on this podcast, you can leave me comments and concerns there. Yeah, that's about it. Very nice, very nice. Sorry, real quick, it was twitch.tv slash gentus. Nice. 
Awesome. Well, you can find me on the internet at Infendo Eugene. Don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Infendo Radio. Also, make sure to join our Discord channel. You can do that by um, clicking on our little profile dilly deal on the um, Twitter thingy. And then there's a little linky link, and you can click on that little guy. Join our, our Discord. Play some games with some cool people. Um, while I'm at it, I don't think we've talked about this in a while, but why don't you get on iTunes or whatever your um, podcast platform of choices and leave us a review. Um, it looks like we have a couple of nice reviews dating back from September and November that we haven't talked about. Phantom and um, Caltron, or whatever your name is. I, I butchered that, I'm sure. Oh, it says Mustard Giant Cow. That's you. I know you. They would left us reviews. You can too. Um, five stars are nothing, assholes. No, just kidding. If you really, if you, if, if I haven't wanna... read the review, but I assume Mustard Giant Cow's review was like, ah, good podcast. Won some free stuff. Won a Super Nintendo. You know, <laughs> all right, podcast. You know, three out of five. Sure, sure, but it really does help our exposure. Um, the every review will gain us another iTunes view, so that is important to us, and we would appreciate it if you can help us with that. But yeah, go ahead and do all those things. Go to infendo.com and read some articles from some cool people. Maybe an ad or two. Click on it if you want to or not. Whatever. It's hard to find out which one when some of them are ads. It's like Russian roulette. So <laughs> have fun with that. But uh, other than that, we are done. This has been Infendo Radio, and that's been a show. Good night, y'all. Goodbye. Eugene? Yes? You forgot me again. Oh, God! (laughs) You know know what? Don't edit this out. Leave it the way it is because it's great. (laughs) I was wondering why you were looking at me like this. I was like, I was like, like, is this mother really gonna (laughs) skip over me for like the third time tonight? Just have the entire podcast go quiet. All of a sudden, have Lucas be like, "Hey, Eugene, you forgot me." <laughs> Lucas, tell me where I can find you. Yeah, I don't even want to. The moment has passed. <laughs> oh. if, if it makes you feel any better, we didn't tell anybody shit about Justin either. That's also true. Of course, I was actually on the podcast tonight, so you know, six to ten, I guess. <laughs> You know what? You can just drop my Patreon link on the uh, on the page to the thing, and we'll call it even. Just throw the Patreon link on the page and on Infendo.com. <laughs> in bright green letters, size seventy-two my- font. <laughs>
<laughs> just turn infendo.com into just a make it hewinvention.com <laughs> for one week. Just redirect it to patreon.com slash hewinvention. Oh, God. Oh. I, I really do apologize. I, I don't know what came over right. me. I'm an asshole. It's all right. I, I just, I guess I'm just, it must be the, it must be the Nargakuga I caught. I caught a Nargakuga and now I'm too stealthy and nobody knows that, uh, that I exist. So, I don't even think Eugene knows what that means. Okay. I think it's it probably happen. similar to Naruto, right? Naruto's a ninja. No. Nailed it. Gotcha. Uh, awesome. Poor Eugene. <laughs> Believe it. <laughs> oh, okay. We should get off the live feed now before we get any stupider. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>